I'm really excited for Andy to not be talking. Ah. Um, <laughs> mostly because your yawns are so extravagant. And because you can't talk in the actual podcast, I don't have to deal with your extravagant yawns. No, I, yeah, I do uh, because I can see him doing it. Okay, oh, I'm that's gonna, unfortunate. I'm gonna pull Look the, away. I'm gonna pull the screen over Andy's face so that I can't. Oh, uh, see. Yeah. I can't pull the screen oh, over his face, unfortunately. <laughs> I can still see you. I don't want to see your nip. Put it away. <laughs> Where are you two flashing each other? Is that like a new fun game that you guys play? Uh, one boob here, one boob there. Uh, Good times. Hi. Hi. Let's welcome our listeners to the Nip Spot podcast. The Nip Spot. Where we spot nips. Yeah. I don't know. Pink or brown. Have we ever mentioned that game on this podcast? I don't think so. Maybe? I'm having flashbacks, but... I don't actually... Okay, so I don't even, like, remember the rules for it, other than you tend... People tend to fluctuate in the pink or brown direction for colors of their nipples. I don't know if there's some sort of, oh, what color your lips are? Dictate? What? Lipstick? The the best neutral... Is, the best neutral. Yes, yes the best neutral lip. Is, um, is, I don't know if that's what Andy's trying to communicate. I was like, but, what color your lips are? Does that work? I mean, I don't think, I mean, that's what they say. I don't know if I agree, but hmm. I guess. I don't know. Interesting. That'd be awkward. Like, if you're an Ulta and you're, like, holding a lipstick up to your nip. <laughs> <laughs> would get weird. No, 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 no. You, you do is when they come up to like in Sephora or something, like, can we help you? Be like, yeah, can you color match me? And then pull down your shirt and color match. <laughs> oh, God, you would totally get thrown out for harassment, which to be fair, that kind of, I guess, would be. But anyways, yeah, this hmm. is the V-Spot podcast. Sometimes we talk about nipples or vegan things. Yes. Free the nipples. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. That's that's it. Did and you did what? you know did you know that in New York City it's completely legal for a woman to be topless? Wait, really? Yes. Like Yes. She could just walk around? Completely legal for a woman to be topless. Really? How long has that been the case for? I feel like I had no idea. For I don't know, for a while, because I remember um, when I lived in New York, we used to talk about it all the time, because like I worked in Times Square, and you like see some shit when you work in Times Square. I was gonna say, did you walk around topless a lot? No, not me. Um, I mean, I probably could though, because people would be like, "Look at that cute little boy." <laughs> 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 Where's okay. that little boy's parent? <laughs> so as of 1992, um, a court of appeals ruled that um, women could indeed be topless in public. Wow. Yes, but not for commercial purposes. Right. Okay. Sure. Huh. I, for some reason, had no idea about that. Yeah. Well, the more you know. The more you know. Speaking of little boys, my office mate showed me her picture, uh, her passport photo Uh from mm, maybe like five, six years ago. And they made her pull her hair back 
and not smile. And she looked like she belonged on the side of a milk carton. Oh, like, no. She looked like a little orphan boy. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it was it just like so scared. Oh, no. And that might be like you topless, too. Just scared walking around <laughs> Times Square. <laughs> Somebody yeah. help that teenager. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, little boy are you lost isn't there a curfew Mm-hmm. yep uh where the fuck is his guardian i know uh anyways what else do you want to talk Ooh. about other than your little boy ness um i feel like we've got a few things here wink um uh, I, I I sent you a couple things, but also in like the last week, there were a couple things that we sent each other on Instagram too. Right. Let's talk about ice cream first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh, ironically, well, maybe not ironically, but in a strange turn of events, yesterday Michaela and I were talking about how much we both love Stewarts, just like in general, it's convenient. It's like they they have good soda. I just love Stewarts. Um. Their soda is good. I like their grape soda. Oh, yes. Yes. They have a good root beer, too. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, their root beer is good. I always get root beer from them. Mm. Um, but now they're going to have a vegan ice cream, which is very exciting. And um, I'm a big fan that it's chocolate peanut butter. Sorry I about it, Andy. I know. Me <laughs> too. Yeah. Um, but that's like another, I mean, maybe for us more specifically, because we live in the state of New York. But this for me falls under the category of things that I used to love to do and couldn't do anymore. And now I can like going mm-hmm. to Stewart's and getting an ice cream cone was like such a thing growing up in this area. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad to see like, that's very exciting. It's also cool that they're making it themselves, that they're not right, that it's not just that they're going to carry another brand or what have you, but they're like making their own. So that's cool. I think that's, I mean, that shows that they're putting forth the extra effort. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, sure, it's demand or money or whatever, but they're putting more effort than necessarily some places would or need to. Um, But you you said that you saw a screenshot, and I I also, upon doing a little bit of light stalking, saw some reactions. You said people were making comments on the post. Um, what kind of what kind of comments did you see? So I didn't see any because I um, don't Facebook. But Lauren sent me a screenshot of um, somebody just saying like, uh, just like stupid shit. Like, oh well, uh, you know, more meat for the rest of us. Like in response to a vegan commenting that they were really happy about it, and like. Um, Somebody like somebody with their stupid plants have pain receptors and feel pain just like animals do. So they feel it when they are ripped from the ground and killed for vegan pleasure, like stupid shit like that. Ew. Um, and Lauren said that like so many people um, were just mad. She said these are all in response to Stewart's offering vegan ice cream. People are mad and it's so crazy. And then she said somebody wrote what a slap in the face to struggling farmers. It's like. But Stewart's, I mean, Stewart's has its own farms, though, don't they? Like, they, like, make, they, like, make their own milk, don't they? So, like, yeah, it's, it's like, their own, it's all within the family, if you what is, will. I, okay, so what a slap in the face to farmers. Did anybody say that about Briar? Like, is that a reaction that you people have? Like, 
what fuck these yeah i mean yeah. we're saying fuck all the dairy farm. i don't think that's what they're saying because i and now granted you shouldn't have this reaction anyways but if stewart's announced that they were going entirely dairy free with all of their ice cream offerings yeah, like, maybe that would yeah. warrant a little bit of an extreme reaction like you're saying fuck the dairy farmers yeah. but like they're literally offering offering one to their what 50 other kinds and that's i would imagine because they're making their own in one of their plants that like maybe that's creating more jobs like maybe that actually is improving the economy because you're making more jobs for this new product that you're now having to create and manufacture right. um Speaking of that, um, uh, uh, do we have any other thoughts on Stuart's? And, and then I'm going to jump topic. <laughs> um, I only have one that I saw in a particular um, Facebook instance that a vegan was mad about it. Oh, yeah? Because, oh, I was sure. Yeah. Be, well, they because um, they used to work for Stuart's. And apparently at one event, the CEO or whatever laughed in his face when he mentioned offering a dairy-free ice cream and so fuck this is just um capitalism by them offering it they're just trying yeah, to make money and it, so fuck them but, but that's exactly what they're doing like uh, uh, <laughs> yes that is exactly what they're doing because they are a business you know like th that business in particular is not trying to necessarily make better environmental choices they are trying to make money it just so happens that that choice may have a positive environmental and ethical effect so like pipe down like just take a seat and be quiet because we all know that you're going to eat the ice cream like you can hem and haw all you want but we all know few months right. few weeks few months from now you're going to be posting photos of your stewart's peanut butter ice cream so like qu yep. quiet yeah yeah no that was my last thought as I saw that. And I was like, stop. Why? Yeah. Why are people so mad? Especially people who are vegan or supposedly want these things. If, oh, well, we only want grassroots, local, small. Well, like, I just don't if, understand. If like, that's do they the want case, though, if that's the case, if they want to just support local, then you should be supporting Stewart's because while well, they sure. are a very large corporation, they are local. You know what they I mean? They are local. Like, it's, and they've been around since the dawn of time. And from what I understand, my uncle works for Stewart's and I've known a million people who were, have worked for Stewart's. They're actually a really good company to work for. Like, they treat their people pretty well. You you get like like a um like a share of the company like they they actually are like a pretty decent company to work for so like if we're gonna support anybody how about you support somebody local well, doing something like this and i also don't understand like what do you expect these person who's mad about stewart's dairy free ice cream what do you expect all the companies to do stop existing right like right. let's say like the world switches overnight we wake up and the entire world is vegan. Do you want Tyson and Stewart's to have dairy-free options or do you just want them to be annihilated and not exist? They they want them to be annihilated and not exist. That's fucked up. Like let yeah. them so let them make some money their business and then when they see that it is profitable, they'll make more dairy-free ice cream and then they can exist and It'll be fine. Guys, can Don't I just... Don't be fucking mad. Can I just say that we totally fucked up on our type five by not discussing the democratic debates? Oh, well... <laughs> Guys, what were we thinking? <laughs> yeah. What were we thinking about? 
Ugh, it's because I'm hungry and I just was not in the right mind. Can we please make a mental note to do that next week? Because what a missed yes. opportunity. Yeah, Andy said he's too tired to dunk on Joe Biden. I think Kamala Harris did a well enough job of that for you. I don't think you need to. <laughs> I think he also dunked himself. I think yeah. he held his own, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, yeah. He was... So she hit the dunk. What happened is he was on in one of those dunk tanks and Kamala Harris took the ball. She hit the bullseye. But and he, then he held himself he underwater. Like, I think he was waiting. I think like waiting in the water rather. I think he I don't think he did terribly. I think um, I think Joe Biden is his own worst enemy and he needs yes, to. Yes. Turn, yes. I think he needs to turn down the arrogance because while I understand his arrogance being the most experienced on the panel, nobody responds well to a know-it-all. No, absolutely not. And that's why, like, I think he's he does he got in his own way. Mm-hmm. But he I really thought he, did. I, I watched I watched both nights and in, in their entirety, um, and I thought I, I I was pleased I was pleased by both nights. What I was really surprised by, without getting too off topic was I thought more people were going to go after him. I thought night two was going to be the shit all over Joe Biden party. Like, I thought that's what the whole entire thing was going to just be, was them attacking him and Bernie Sanders. And I think they went after Bernie a little bit more than Joe, but that's because of Bernie being a socialist. So it was really interesting to see everybody go after the two of them. But I thought, um, I actually thought Joe handled criticism a little better than bernie did but that's neither here nor there but that's just because bernie sanders is always yelling he's always mad i was gonna say that's because he's bernie always... sanders is a thousand years old and like really mad We're all the time all doomed like i just think of the larry david skit from saturday night live we're all doomed <laughs> Because that's literally, I'm like, are we sure they're not the same person? No. I know they're like distantly related, but are we sure they're not no. actually the same person? Has anybody seen the two of them in the same room? I don't know. I don't know. Because if not, there is no actual proof that they are not the same person. Um, but anyway, that can be our type five next week. I don't know what I was thinking all about. Right. That was so stupid. But anyway, all right, all right. I digress. We'll come back to it. We'll come so, back to it. Anyways. Uh, ice cream transitioning into into um, did you also hear I thought of it when we were talking about um, the potential of Stewart's maybe creating some new positions because of this change but that it made me think of did you hear about how Amy's Kitchen opened up a manufacturing plant in uh, downstate New York no yeah they opened up or they're going to open up I don't think it's open yet but they're opening up a manufacturing facility in Goshen Oh, okay. Yeah, which is like I think maybe like an hour away from the city. It's like um like Middletown ish area, mm-hmm. I think. Um I used to uh, do you remember the other cat from Forever Twenty One? Ooh. Oh she she was from she was from Goshen. That's the yes. only place I know that's the only reason I know where Goshen is, is because she was from there. Um, but it's gonna be a three hundred and sixty nine thousand square foot plant and it's gonna create about seven hundred new jobs. So Jeez Louise. Yeah, pretty cool. And obviously, like, they're not an exclusively vegan company, but they are, like, a pretty, like, health-conscious company. So it just goes to show that, like, there's obviously a demand, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Man, what's your favorite Amy's meal? Um, I mean, those little uh, pizza bite things are delicious. Um, And she also, the, um, there's, like, a, like, the tofu scramble bowls that you can get from her are pretty good. 
there's just so many things. I don't really like the vegan cheese pizza that she does. The ve- mm. the cheese is a little weird. Um, but I like that she has like healthy versions of those kinds of things, like the pizza roll things and all of that. The pizza rolls, those are so I good. love, and I blow people's mind at work. I remember They're the so one good. time we were playing a board. It was one of our board game nights. Um, and I was like, I'm just gonna make some pizza rolls. And one of the girls was like, Wait a second. How do you have pizza rolls? And I'm they're like, oh, they're so vegan. Good. I'm like, do you want to try one? They are fucking delicious. Yeah. Those are my all-time fave. I think those and um, the no chicken, well, this... the no chicken noodle soup. Oh, I've never had it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's like vegan chicken noodle soup. It's so good. Oh, I've never had that. Yeah, it's try. like my like a staple. I always have it because when I'm sick, my like you know how you have things that your mind tells you, oh, I'm sick. I can only eat this. Do you have mm-hmm. that? That's how yep. I am when I'm sick. I'm like, I'm sick, so I can only eat this. My thing is chicken noodle soup. And obviously, that's not a thing anymore. So I always have the Amy's no chicken noodle soup in the cabinet for a rainy day, if you will. Yeah. Man, I want that now. I also like the um, pizza swirls. Ooh, yeah. Those little little nuggets. Mm-hmm. Yep. Man. Yep. Well, see, we're creating jobs. You're welcome. You're welcome. World. Although, should we support Amy's because she's not? It's not an all vegan company. Oh, I mean, definitely not. But definitely not. No, 100% <laughs> no. Fuck us. Anyways, what was the other article that you sent me? I saw you had another yeah, thing. Yeah, um, the other one I sent yeah. you, I just thought, um, I just wanted to kind of like plug because it's a really good post on the Vegan Mo's blog um, about, well, so um, even though it's July, uh, June just ended. So Pride was last month and we didn't really do a lot of, um, talk a lot about Pride. So I just wanted to um, throw some attention that way and um encourage people to read the post on the Vegan Mo's blog written by Ethan, um, talking just kind of about his journey um, and the Stonewall Riots, um, the anniversary of the Stonewall Riots and um, his journey and everything like that. And he goes into kind of doing, um, talking about the relationship between being an animal rights activist and uh, activist for the LBGTQ movement and how those things relate. Um, And he actually like makes some really interesting points. And um, I'm always... I really enjoy stuff like that because I think there is such a clear line between all all of these movements, mm-hmm. but I think it can get tricky to explain them because, you know, you you always risk offending somebody. Um, yep. And I and I am not in the business of wanting to offend people, especially when it comes to things like um, pride and 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 you know Black Lives Matter and all of that. I definitely don't. I, I it's a sticky subject, and I don't want to offend anybody. So um, I don't want to, like, say the wrong words. You know what I mean? So this article I really, really enjoyed because it really drew a very clear line, um, a line that I know exists but sometimes have a hard time identifying. So um, this is really, really good. And um, everybody should either go to their Instagram or find the link in our show notes or something and read it. It's not very long, um, but I encourage everybody to read it because it's really, really good and they're really cool dudes. So... You, you've met them, right? I have met them. They taught uh, a, uh, one of the classes at the Main Street Vegan Academy. Um, and I've seen them around a million times because they sit on the board of uh, the board of directors at the Woodstock Farm Sanctuary. So they're around mm-hmm. all the time. Oh, man. 
one of these times I got to meet them. They're also both very handsome. They're both very handsome. Um, they have a cookbook, I believe. They came out with a cookbook, I think, last year or the year before. I forget. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're just like the nicest dudes. And um, um, it's just a really good read. So I highly encourage it. And happy Pride. Happy Pride one and all. Yeah. I was just going to say, it's funny because I knew that Pride was happening and fairly. <laughs> well, I just can't believe we like. Yeah, it's funny because Pride, um, Albany Pride was like the first weekend of June. For some reason, it's so early. Um, but New York City or, or uh, World Pride was this past weekend. So there was like mm-hmm. such a long gap in between, um, you know, the pride in my hometown and the pride that I know very well because it's the, the most popular in my direct circle. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like a really kind of strange time gap, if you mm-hmm. will, um, that I just, you know. But um, I went to Albany Pride and it was lovely. It was, I would say, the biggest pride that I've ever attended, which is really cool to see. Um, there were so yeah. many more people in the parade and like so much more involvement, which was really nice. Um, and I I don't think that I could have handled World Pride. My anxiety would not have allowed it, but I enjoyed seeing everybody's um, posts and everything on social media. It looked really lovely. And oh, my mother went to the city this past weekend to see Pretty Woman with her girlfriend. And she t- she texted me that they were in Macy's. They walked out of Macy's and like accidentally stumbled upon the Pride Parade and found themselves oh like, <laughs> yeah, and like found themselves marching and like, and like a and like the pride parade. I was wow. like, Maureen. She sent me all these pictures, and I was like, "What are you even doing right now?" My mother is at World Pride. Like, what is happening? <laughs> That's and I can see how Maureen just like accidentally stumbled upon it. I was like, "Cool, we're doing this now." Then. Yes, okay. that's exactly right. She was like, "Oh, look where I am!" I was like, "What is happening?" Oh my god. Yeah. That's amazing. Did she end up with a rainbow dick anywhere on her face? Like a sticker? Confetti? If she did, she surely did not share that with me. Man, bummer. I kind of want to know. Man. That was one year that we were in the city for Pride, and it was bananas. That was, what, four years ago? Five years ago? Four-ish years ago. And it was, it's fucking unreal. It's huge. It's a lot. And there was just, oh, my God, everyone was drunk from like <laughs> first thing in the morning until 12 days later. Yeah, it was so good, though. That's I can't imagine. I think it's just getting bigger every year, which is like it's fucking amazing. Yeah. This year was huge because it was the anniversary, the 50th anniversary. Of right. The Stonewall. Riots. Stonewall. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's really interesting. Um, I was having a discussion with Josh um, that. It's it's interesting when someone doesn't because you can choose not to participate in pride, right? Yeah. Just because you're, you know, queer or trans or gay or anything, um, you know, no matter who you identify as, you don't have to celebrate pride. You don't have to go walk out in the parade and, and fly your flag, if you will. Right. But like you should be able to appreciate that and like not look down on that because we have we recently came across someone who just is it's very much not his thing um but the way it comes off is like looking down on it and to, yeah to josh's point he's like well he should be grateful that people are have a lot of pride because like he's able to you know marry a man and you know right. have a kid and stuff like that because of people who do celebrate pride so like you know do your own yeah. thing doesn't matter but like just don't look down on it yeah that's kind of, that's honestly kind of strange to me 
Um, but you know, everybody's different, I guess, and everybody has their own place where they feel comfortable. But I think like there you don't have to, to your point, you don't have to like participate in a pride parade or wear no. a rainbow or anything like that to have pride. I think no, there's right. I think that's the difference though, is that you should still have pride and you should still support pride just because you might not be you know an extrovert in that way you should still support it and celebrate it it's kind of Mm -hmm. odd to see it in any way shape or form as something negative I don't know that's kind of odd to me but yeah it's weird it's different and at the very least just have respect for it like don't look down on other people who do want to yeah wear a flag or whatever their case may be yeah so Josh looked really pretty when he went to Boston Pride. Yes, he did. Although I, I would never wear a, a shirt like I could never. <laughs> I think it was it was just like a fishnet shirt. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Oh man. So happy Pride to everyone. Happy Sorry pride. it's a little belated, but you know. You know. So what else? I'm looking at my potato cat. He has his paw in the air and it's real fucking weird. <laughs> um, oh, here's Lily. Hi, Lily. <gasps> Lillian. She doesn't give a fuck. Um, anyway. What'd you do this weekend? Um, I had like the best weekend of a real in a really long time. Like I had the best weekend. I love the city of Philadelphia so much. Philly's great. Yeah. I totally understand why Aubrey moved there. I would 100% consider moving there. I loved it so much. I had such a good time. Philly is so great. It's so much. It's like a cleaner, more historical, better New York City. Like it just, mm-hmm. I loved it so much. We had such a good time. Every, like every 30 seconds, Michaela and I were like, we love it here. Oh my God, we love it here. I just was, it was amazing. I loved it. It was so great. And there's so much vegan shit everywhere. It just was. Oh my God. uh, It's just, what a great place. Loved it. It it is because it's, you know, I think you literally hit it right on the head. It's the perfect mix of big city Mm -hmm. and historic things. and you know, pop culture, new thing. It's just the right mix yeah. of everything. And it just feels a little more friendly. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. I loved it so much. I could, I could 100% see myself living there. It was so great. Um, and it wasn't like crazy expensive. Like we didn't spend that much money. It was like super easy to navigate. I mean, we took a lot of Ubers because we didn't want to deal with parking. Um, mm-hmm. but the point is that we could have found parking and drove ourselves around the city. Like we didn't need to take a subway or anything like that. Um, so we didn't like, you know, play with the public transportation or anything, but it was real. I just loved it. It was so great. Um, we went to the Mutter Museum on Saturday, which was like fucking incredible. Um, I've never been. Oh my God. It was so good. There were a couple times where I had to like step away because I was like, yeah, I'm going to throw up. Yeah. (laughs) Oh no. What was it? What was it? Tell me. Um, What made you throw up? um, So oddly enough, one of the things that actually like really upset me um was they have um they have a a display of what different um illnesses like smallpox and shit look like on people and part of that display like that doesn't bother me whatever but part of that display and this is what actually did bother me was they had little frames and in those frames were cut out pieces of skin of people's tattoos and that for some reason 
really upset me. I think because of like the way the skin looked and everything. I don't know. It that like really bothered Ew. me. Yeah, it was really weird. Um, and then the other things that really upset me, they had. A, a uterine cyst, no joke, the size of like a basketball. And oh I was God. like, no, but that's no, I can't, I cannot. No, no, no. Um, and then they had a colon. I don't even know how to describe to you the size of this colon. It was like the biggest thing. It was like the size of me. Like it was huge. It was at oh my God. it was at least like the width of a basketball, if not bigger. And it was like the length of me. It was so big. And they showed a picture of the man that it was removed from. And it was just like, it, oh my God, it was so gross. It was really, really, really disgusting. <laughs> that and honestly then, makes me want to Yeah, it was really, really it. gross. And then they had another whole wall of um, cut out pieces of skin and eyes. And like um, the other things that kind of bothered me were they had some preserved... Um, uh, uh, fe- I guess fetuses, but they were like um, babies born with birth defects, and so like uh, two he- like babies with two heads, or um, yeah, or the the um, illness that c- causes like it's like two bodies with one head, and there's a face on either side of the head. It Wait, just, what? Yeah, it was really upsetting, and you're not allowed to take any pictures, so I have no proof of any of this. <laughs> But um, there's some pretty wild shit there. And the difference is, like, I've been to Coney Island a million times, and they have, like, all the weird shit there. Like, you see all this weird shit, but you're like, that's not real. It's just, like, a silly freak show thing. Everything in this museum is obviously real. So it's it's a whole other thing to see these things and know that, like, that's real. And anything that's not real, it says, like, a wax replica or, you know, what have you. But for the most part, all of it is real. It was Ew. very, yeah. They had a lot of skeletons, which which is cool to see. They had, like, a skeleton of a giant who was, like, seven feet tall. Um, it just, like, really... And then um, they had a couple skeletons of people with, like, deformities, so you could see, like, how their bones were misshapen and stuff like that. It was It's really neat. I highly recommend it if you ever are in Philadelphia. It was very, very cool. We did... Um, one time we went to a similar thing. I don't remember the name of the... Uh, it was a body thing too and they had remember they had the guy and the horse and the skin was like taken off of both of them so you could see what it would look like like a horse and a rider with different layers of their skin and muscles and like yeah and they had it was a similar but like not as in-depth thing but it was it was like a traveling museum thing I think it was in the city actually that we went to this Um, and they had some pretty freaky shit too and just like just veins. Uh, veins yeah. freaked me out for some reason. Like, it was just like a seer. It was like, here's what your entire vein system yeah. looks like. It was just pulled out of someone's body. I'm like, wait yeah. a second, what? They had a lot of that. They had a lot of body parts. They had a, um, they had a couple, um, um, they had a couple, uh, again, d- babies that were like cut in half so you could see the inside. Um, yeah, it, it's like pretty rough. Um, but, and then they, they also had like some cool stuff about, you know, about history and about illness. Um, in like the Civil War and stuff like that. And they had um, they had a little um, section about like uh, Grimm's fairy tales and like where some of the stuff that that's in Grimm's fairy tales came from in terms of like truth. Um, oh man, like yeah. what? Like, like what? Like, like different poisons and different ailments that like, they had a whole thing on Alice in Wonderland and um, like different ailments from that time period that kind of translated into the things that Lewis Carroll wrote about and also maybe about um, some of the, some of the um, 
things that were going on with him mentally that may have caused him to write Alice in Wonderland. It was really, really interesting. I highly, highly recommend it. Um, it, yeah, it was very cool. That was Saturday. And then Sunday, we went to the Eastern State Penitentiary, which I cannot even like that requires a whole like I've always wanted to go. It's <laughs> on my bucket list. Girl, Michaela and I were talking like we when we walked in, we were like, oh, my God, this is immediately so cool. We have to come back at Halloween or we have to come back with a group and do like a night tour, because if you do a group tour with five or more people, you get access to other parts of the prison that you don't get on a normal public tour. And mm -hmm. we were like, oh, my God, this is so cool. This is so cool. But like maybe 15 or 20 minutes into us walking around this place, I was like, I don't know if I can come here at night. Like, uh, this is that I've been some to some creepy places. I've been to some places with some horrible histories, and I have mm -hmm. never in my life experienced a place more creepy than the Eastern State Penitentiary. It is yeah. so awful. <laughs> like the and what's cool is the audio tour is narrated by Steve Buscemi, so you're listening to Steve Buscemi talk to you as you walk through the prison. But the stories that he's telling are so terrible and they're so upsetting. And like the entire all of Easter State Penitentiary at that point was a um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Oh, my God. When you're by yourself. Help me. Oh, um, um, solitary confinement. Yeah. Um, everybody yep. at Eastern State was in solitary confinement. They talked about how when you came to Eastern State, they put a hood over your head so that you wouldn't see other prisoners and be able to recognize them outside of prison. So you were hooded, you were walked to your cell, and you did not leave that cell until the day you were released from prison, at which My time God. you were hooded again and walked out of the prison. Can wow. you imagine... Uh, yeah, so you're in this tiny ass little room um, and some of the rooms had like a little courtyard with some access to the outside. But for the most part, you're like in this room for however long your sentence is. And it was really interesting to see the different things people went to jail for because there was a there there was a wing for women. And a lot of those women were in jail for performing abortions. So it was really of interesting. Yeah. yeah. It was really wild, um, really, really upsetting, horrible place. Um, I'm like kind of intrigued by the idea of going at night and doing like the no, whole- No, you have to. No, we're going. <laughs> no, because that is on that is on my bucket list to go for the for Halloween because yeah. they do the haunted tours. They go at night. They do all yeah. that stuff, and yeah. they do like different where. Well, you can yeah. do the you can do the um, like the ghost hunting at any time. But they were telling us that at Halloween they have people who like dress up and it's like yes. very theatrical and yes. all of that. Yeah, um, which is fine. I can handle that. It's like if we did a ghost tour, I don't know. I think I'd get I think I'd freak out. <laughs> no, we well, we have to. We I'd want to do like when people dress up and things like that, yeah. whatever. But I want to do just like a legit ghost tour there at yeah, night. And you have to come with me. It's It was pretty rough. Both Michaela and I were like, this is this is pretty rough. We walked into the death row, um, the death row section. We literally walked in. Uh, we took a we I like took one look at one of the cells and I was like I, I'm sorry I can't be here and I like I had to walk around and leave because I was like this is so upsetting I it just like affected me so much really? it feels terrible there like if you're you know into energy and all of that it feels terrible there it oh it's such an upsetting place but it was also I mean it was very very cool and it and it's cool because all of, you can like see inside all of the cells and. Um, and everything and they had a little plaque about a dog who went to prison because he killed a cat what <laughs> pip pip the dog pip. 
Yeah, but it... Did he, Pip get out? It seems like... I don't think so. But it seems like he was, like... He, he like, hung out there. And they also talked mm. about how they had, like, free-roaming cats who would, like, roam the halls of the prison and, like, keep inmates company and stuff, which I thought was nice. Um, but yeah, and they had, um, Al Capone's cell set up to look like what it probably looked like back in the day. And it's got like rugs and like all this lavish shit. And you're like, of course it did. You know, that's what I was, I was actually (laughs) going to ask you if you saw Capone's cell. Yeah. It was pretty rad. Interesting that they like make it up to look like super posh. Like it would have been if you, if you can have a posh prison cell. Yeah. But it's pretty cool. Definitely cool. Man, we're definitely going at night. Yeah. I, it's honestly been something I've wanted to do forever. So you have to come with now that I know you're interested in that particular thing. <sighs> you have to go. Yeah. I mean, I definitely want to go back to Philadelphia. So and I and we were talking about how like you, Shannon, Sarah Jane, like we feel like we know a lot of people who would want to do a ghost tour and you have to have at least five people. So. Yep. And I think Andy probably too. Yeah. If he's lucky. Man. Oh, I feel like I'm just like hyped up just thinking about that, though, because I literally have always wanted to go there. That's so cool. Yeah, it was pretty rad. We essentially just did weird, creepy shit the whole weekend. We did a really good ghost tour Sunday night, a really good ghost tour, maybe the best ghost tour I've ever had. Really? Yeah, because the guy who did it, um, his name was Ted, and um, it was the Witches and Vampires tour. um, And what was cool was that he like started off the tour by saying how he doesn't tell any stories that don't come from a reputable source, meaning he doesn't tell any stories that don't come from either um, like a historical society, the um, national like preservation team or whatever, um, a Mm. landlord or somebody who owns the building, um, the police. Like he doesn't tell stories that are lore. He tells them from people he has spoken to directly and they have to come from a reputable source. So he didn't tell a lot of ghost stories. He told a few, um, but he told, it was so historical. He told so much history and it, but it was all like seedy, like the, you know, like the dark and seedy side of Philadelphia. Um, Mm -hmm. there was a, a lot of emphasis on like brothels, um, and prostitution and stuff like that, which I thought was really interesting. And they talked a lot about, um, there was a prison on Walnut street that doesn't stand there anymore. And they talked a lot about the people who went to prison. Um, it was really, it just was really, I, it was so good. He was such a good tour guide and he dropped the F bomb a lot, which was really cool. (laughs) (laughs) That, uh, that reminds me of the one that we did. It was in Toronto, right, Andy? Was it Toronto or was that? Yeah, no, it was Toronto that it was a very similar thing. It wasn't too much like ghost there was a couple but it just Mm -hmm. it's the same thing it was a very historic based one and it was more like learning the the dark side of like oh that's where you know the drunks would always come here and there'd be a lot of brawls and stuff like like just really setting the scene and i kind of like that i do like a good ghost story but i like the history i'd rather know like the facts and like the history of things yeah so that's super cool yeah yeah so it was a good time um and then other than that, we just ate a lot of food. Yeah, what did you eat? I mean, we might as well just go, like, into that. Yeah, um, we ate a lot of food. I took my very first Soul Cycle class, so it was a really just, like, successful weekend all around. Um, we, so let's see, we, as soon as we got to Philadelphia, we went to Hip City Veg, um, obviously. Of course. Um, and then we, um, after the Mutter Museum, we went to this place called Bar Bonbon. And it's, I believe, owned by the same people who own Hip City Veg. Um, hmm. 
And it was so good. It was all like Mexican um, small plates, not tapas, Andy. Small no, he doesn't plates. like small plates either, though. <laughs> no, he it was so good. It was so it. good. Um, because like I, I love that kind of thing because I don't eat huge portions. So small plates are perfect for me because I can like eat a little bit of I can eat a little bit of everything or if I'm just ordering for me I will 100% finish my meal you know what I mean right exactly I get that we got like Mexican corn and um what else did we get oh we got oh my god these nachos that were so good empanadas um Michaela got some tacos and I got this like chicken cubano thing that was so good it had fried pickles on it oh my god it was Mm. so good um and then we went to Saturday night, we went to this place called Charlie Was the Center. It's a bar, um, mm. and it's, like, very um, kind of like the Berlin, like, that kind of a vibe. Um, mm-hmm. Very, like, jazz, like, a jazz prohibition feeling in there. Um, and we got, she got these gnocchis, and I got um, a tofu ricotta with um, sourdough, and it was very, very good. And then she and I split a creme brulee, and it was the hands-down, I think, best vegan dessert I have ever had in my entire life yes we went back the next night after our ghost tour at like 11 o'clock at night us old ladies who like to be in bed by 10 went at like 11 o'clock after the ghost tour to get a creme brulee because it was so good jeez Um, yeah oh my god and creme brulee is hard to make vegan or not vegan so like it was delicious Mm. it was incredible it was so good um, and then what else did we do on Sunday? Oh, we went to this place called Tattooed Mom. Um, uh, okay. It was very, very cute. It was like just like this very hipstery bar. I'm not entirely vegan, but they had a really extensive vegan menu. Um, and we got, we split some cheese fries, which were delicious. And then we both got the same thing. It was a pickled, um, pickled chicken sandwich. It had the, it had like a pickled, like the chicken had like a pickled brine on it. And then it had fried pickles, avocado, and like a sriracha mayo type thing on it. Mm, oh my God. It was, it was so freaking good. Um, and then we went back to Charlie was a sinner. And then yesterday we went to, oh my God, how did I miss this? Sunday morning, um, we went to a diner with Aubrey called the Tasty. Um, yeah, a completely vegan diner. Very, very good. Um, ran into Amy Skoda there. Really, yep. really weird. Knew that. She texted me almost immediately. She's like, oh, I, I saw Kat and Aubrey. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that is yeah. actually a small was, world. Um, I don't know if she told you this part, but it was an even smaller world because before Amy walked in, I'm sitting there with Aubrey and Michaela and my one of my best friends from high school, Zach, who's in Philadelphia in Cats, walked into the diner. That's and I so was weird. Like, what the fuck? And we both like freaked out and we're like, oh my God. And then um, at the end, when I was leaving, Amy Skoda walked in. So, like, what are the odds that two people I know from here would walk into the same diner <laughs> Honestly. when I'm in Philadelphia? It was really crazy. Um, but I had some biscuits and gravy there and they were delicious. Um, and we went back there for breakfast on Monday and, uh, got a breakfast sandwich and, um, we got some donuts. They were very good. Um, and then we went to Blackbird, obviously, cause you can't go to Philadelphia without going to Blackbird. Yeah. Um, and I had, I just got a piece of normal cheese pizza. It was, it was good. They use Violife, but I got a piece of their brunch pizza and mm-hmm. it was so good. I kind of have regrets about not like buying a pizza and bringing it home. <laughs> um, I, I thought about it, but I was like, stop it. Like, stop 
stop wasting money. You don't need to do this. But I kind of have regrets. Um, it gave me like when I was little, my grandmother used to make me bacon and eggs and she made them in such a way that like, I don't even know how to describe it. They had like a, like a, I don't even know, but this brunch pizza tasted like that. And so it like mm. gave me vibes of when my grandmother used to make me bacon and eggs. It had like garlic butter on it and tofu scram and their seitan bacon. It just was so good. Oh my God, that Friggin pizza was so good. Blackbird Pizzeria is so goddamn delicious. I remember yeah. when I went to Philly by my onesies to visit Lush and yeah. I brought back to my hotel room like a Philly cheesesteak sandwich and two pieces of pizza and a dessert from them because I was just like, well, I'm doing this and it is fucking good. Yeah, it was so it's good. Really good. Man, I want pizza now. I know. I have regrets. Well, we could just go to Philly sometime. Yes, please. Yeah, that's fun. Um, I feel like I had a less. Well, I know I had a less city related weekend because we were going camping, which apparently fucking blows everyone's minds. Like we were like, oh, we're going camping for this wedding we have to go to. And you would have thought that I said, hey, I'm going to grow three heads tomorrow. That cool. People just were like, wait, what? For like Amy Jones is like, you're going for fun. And, and everyone's like, you guys are going camping? Like, shocked out of their minds that Andy and I go camping. I don't know why. Um, we're fairly capable people. I mean, bugs love to eat me and that kind of thing. But, like, whatever. I, I love camping. It was a lot of fun. Just popping up a tent. And, you know, we have the air mattress that goes in there. And just walk around. See some nature. Rock my vegan in Wyoming hat. Very cute. Very yeah. cute. It was cool. It's a, it's the opposite. You know, it's a, it was a nice getaway in like the exact pretty much exact opposite of like your city weekend. I went yeah. to the woods, but like, I don't know. It was it was nice. We they have a little grill that you can put whatever you want on. So we obviously laid down some tinfoil because trust issues. Of course. Um, Gross. But like we did. Yeah, we did corn. We did Beyond Burgers, which I've been eating like 12 beyond burgers a week it's been a problem lately i want one but like it's i don't know it was just a lot of fun and it was you know camping is relatively easy when you're vegan actually with all the freaking options that you have nowadays you can put anything on a grill yeah if you want a burger you want a hot dog grab some tofu pops you know grab beyond burger so it was a lot of fun though um yeah that was the main thing and then um on the way through we stopped by the sweet praxis which is like standout. Mm -hmm. So the sweet praxis, I my standout thing, and I don't know Andy's opinion. The donuts are amazing, um, but I liked the breakfast sandwich they had because the croissant it was like an everything croissant, um, and it was buttery and flaky. Ooh. Like the croissant just melted, and it had a similar thing. It had garlicky kale on there and hummus mm, actually, and it was just, oh, it was so friggin good that sounds I mean, good it's you know i've said it once and i'll say it again vegan croissants are not easy to find no they're not for sure so it was a winner um and then i went to the place that um casey recommended forever ago oh yeah, hop, yeah pops pops place yeah yeah pops pop spot did you have a beyond burger i did <laughs> i did yeah see it was two in the weekend so it's fine i'm fine um but that one Oh, what did I get? Oh, I had the one with the poutine on it. Ooh, oh my so, God, I'm so hungry. <laughs> we were looking at the menu and I read everything off 
And the last thing I read was the It's Beyond Me, A eh? or whatever it's called. Yeah. And it's a burger with their, it has this delicious, it's not mushroom gravy either. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's delicious fries and gravy on top of the burger. Mm. And Andy's like, you're going to get that because it's the trashiest thing on the menu. And I was like, maybe I'm not, but I did. That sounds so good. It was delicious. I added caramelized onions to it because I'm a big caramelized onions person. And it was just, it was so fucking good she oh. did clarify though she was like you don't get a side because normally it's burger and fries and yeah you didn't get a side of fries though because the fries were on the burger and i was like all right oh my god it sounds so good though it really was and it was quick i know that sounds weird but like i don't know i just i appreciate a place that like you go in and you can enjoy a beverage and like your food comes out in a timely manner whether or not it's busy I don't know. Some places just take too long. I was really hungry. <laughs> I really. So it was good. Um, they're going to be getting more vegan things soon. They had like vegan dessert. Ask for de- vegan desserts on the menu. And that was kind of a bummer because I did and they didn't have any yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, man. But it's OK. I didn't really need it because after a poutine topped burger, I don't necessarily think anyone needs dessert. Right. So that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I bought four tubs of the olive hummus from Wegmans because it's the best hummus I've ever had. Ooh. Best in my life. It's just, oh. Oh, I so had, um, when we were at Charlie Was the Center the second night, I got a bowl of just oh, um, olives and grapes. But mm. it had, oh my God, what was the name? They It had a sauce on it that I looked it up. And it's, um, it's, it's, an, it's part of how they make balsamic vinaigrette, but it's like, um, just it's it god it comes from grapes but it comes from like lambrusco grapes so it's really really sweet it's like the sweet Mm. the that sweet taste in a um, balsamic it's like that they just don't um it's not aged so it doesn't get the vinegar taste Mm. so it was like very sweet and syrupy on top of green olives and grapes oh my god that sounds so so good it was so simple but so good oh that sounds so good yeah Man, um, we can try to because as we sent picture to you, um, we grabbed some of the Beyond Beef. I don't know if you've found it locally. Um, I oh, haven't but... looked. Um, I was gonna check Whole Foods, but it's uh, yeah. I'll I'll get to it. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Andy wants to make a little meatloaf first. Nice little meat, little baby meatloaf. Yeah. So we have three packs of that because I was like, Ooh. I'm sure that we'll find it around, but like, yeah, I'm just going to buy it while I know that I can try it because yeah. there's going to be a, you know, it comes out and everyone's going to buy it and I won't be able to find it for a while. Right. So yeah, that's fair. Yeah, we did that. And I'm on the hunt now for the new Beyond Burgers, the um, marbled ones, mm. oh. uh, <laughs> which like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Apparently, according to people, it hasn't changed that much. Um flavor wise but like the texture is a little different because yeah. it has the marble i don't i don't even like saying that that makes me so uncomfortable though thinking yeah. of marbling because like that's, that's kind of weird yeah man are you hungry i'm so hungry <laughs> oh man I'm about to go have what can i have oh well, dessert, shout out to Kiki. I can have some cookies. Oh, there you go. Which I can freeze some for you next week if you would like. They oh. are peanut butter cookies Ooh. with the note saying, because you shouldn't have to share on your birthday because she knows that Andy wouldn't eat them. <laughs> oh, that's nice. 
nice. Good for her. How nice. Yeah. That's why she's our number one fan, not Andy's. That's awesome. <laughs> Watch. Oh, I wonder if she's going to send Andy anything on his birthday. Does she know when his birthday is? No, nobody does. I Andy don't keeps either. it a secret. Yeah, I don't know when it is either. See? Well, you can't get cookies if you don't tell people your birthday, Andy. What do you want? You don't want cookies? No, they're really good. You want cookies. That's so weird. How do I not know when your birthday is? Yeah. He keeps it like a super secret. Like it's always been off of Facebook. He doesn't talk about it at all. Mm hmm. Huh. All right. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be 33 this year. 33. That's how old I am. He's a Virgo. I'll narrow it down for you. Okay. All right. Interesting. And he was born on the same day as my dad and the same day as my grandfather. Irrelevant because really? you probably don't know when those are, but yes, yeah, I yeah. don't, but that I could, yeah. I that helps a little, maybe we'll see. It's it's weird, right? Though, yeah, yeah they're people, same birthday, it's a very popular day to be born, I guess so. Apparently. Yeah, well, that's all I got. I'm anything else you want to shout out to any, any um, peeps? Anything you gotta tell the world? I don't think so. No, great. Um, you gonna? What are you gonna go eat now? I don't know. Do you have food to make, or is your whole house empty? Because I know sometimes when I get um, hungry, no, I, like I, 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 I did like a like a brief grocery shop before the weekend. I didn't like get a lot because I knew both Mike and I were gone this past weekend, so I didn't get a lot. Um, but I mean, I have food. All right. But you know when it gets to like a certain time at night and you're like, I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to have a bowl of cereal. <laughs> yeah. You know, because like, you just don't feel like it. Yep. I'm yep. hungry though. So we'll see. I'm also thirsty. Yeah. Go have a cookie and orange juice. That's what I'm on. Now. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. Bridget hates the fact that I drink orange juice with my cookies. Oh, whatever. You do you. But It's a free country. Or maybe <laughs> instead of just orange juice, I'll do my new recipe thing that I'm doing, uh-huh. which isn't actually even mine because it's literally off the menu from the Moon and River Cafe. Um, but it's half orange juice and half um, oat milk. They they used half orange juice, half almond milk there, and it tastes like an orange Julius. Oh, it wow. sounds gross, and I recognize that, saying half orange juice, half milk sounds real fucking weird (laughs) it sounds very very strange and i know everyone's like that's disgusting but i'm like just if you put like if you put ice in it and blended it it is literally an orange julius so you just i'm too lazy to put the ice in it's like just tastes um, like an orange julius it's like that thai tea that you can get that has milk in it yeah i think it's just it's just the idea of mixing milk with anything sounds gross you know what i mean yeah even though it's not no It does. I know. I recognize it. But like, try it. It's really good. Okay. Maybe I will. That's all. Um, And to our listeners, I want to thank them. You know? Yeah. Thanks. 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 Thanks for being a pal. Thanks for supporting us. Go tell a friend about us. Yes. Well, we are your friends, but tell another friend that doesn't already know about. That's the other thing. Stop talking about us to the same people. (laughs) 
right? Like, don't keep going to your same two friends and right. being like, oh, my God, did you listen to the episode this week? No, 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 no. Go right. tell they, you know, someone who doesn't know. And they probably think you're annoying. So, like, stop. Yeah, no, stop. Stop talking to the same <laughs> people about it. Go annoy someone different. Yeah. Spread the good word like a yeah. disease. Mm, yes. Like a, that was like a weird a, time to do that. Like a Talking giant, about diseases. Like mm. a giant diseased colon. That's, yep, nope. Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah, yeah, because people paid admission to go look at the giant diseased colon. So I'm one of those people. <laughs> so it works. <laughs> I feel like the name of this episode is going to end up being giant diseased colon. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Suddenly becomes most listened to episode Yay! because everyone goes, what the actual fuck? Yes, I must but hey, know. If you're vegan, you probably won't have a giant diseased colon. That's right! Full circle. So, like, it is relevant. Yeah. See, we brought it back to veganism. Everything can come back eventually. It always does. See? Yeah. If you want to hear us listen or what, hear us do more rambling exactly like I just did, go to the vspot.fm. Mm-hmm. Also, my cat's standing on the couch, like on just his two hind legs with. Yeah. Can you see him? He's doing something weird. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Anyways, that's it. Great. All that's right. all for now, folks. All righty. Cool. That's all, folks. Great. Okay, bye. Bye.